to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Wilmot is not a fan of Pearl Harbor. He says Pearl Harbor, biggest sham. Build is an action flick and ended up being a love story. All right. Well, <laughs> Josh says Waterworld with Kevin Costner. I actually like. I actually like Waterworld. I actually like Waterworld. Water I don't think I've ever seen that one. You want me? You, you, well, yeah, we're sip. <laughs> Should we have sip? Bring sip. Well, in. no. What I'm most curious is I'll ask sip. Sip, have you seen Top Gun? No, I haven't. I didn't see the first one. I haven't seen the second one. I'd like to see it. Uh, no, there's some incredibly popular movies I've never seen. Is that by design? Are you just one of those yeah, guys that doesn't like yeah. movies? Or? Picky. No, I'm picking food. I'm picking either, and I'm picking movies. Well, you that know what? Surprise me. I, I All I've got to say is shut up, Sipple. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but. Hey, careful now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but no, <laughs> no, Sip. Listen, I, I no. What happened was we just started talking and having a wonderful conversation because I just got back last night. I had to, you know, go out and and shoot the scenes for the part of the movie that I was in, and we started delving off into movie conversation. But we just, I threw it out to the Sutter Heyman text line at four zero two four six four five six eight five. I said, what was the biggest? sham scam movie <laughs> that you just it was it was propped up you know hyped up a bus geeked up and it just you got in there and was just like wow 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 you know it was like it just fell off the map darko right milicic of movies so for me the one that did it for me sip was a yeah. movie by the name uh uh where they um where they were in the woods and yeah. And they acted like, gosh, what was the name of that movie? It was so bad, I even forgot the name. Blair yeah. Witch Project. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. okay. The Blair Witch Project for me was the big. I almost left out of there with a headache because it was like somebody holding a camera. It was bobbing and weaving all mm. over the place. And it made you get hyped up and thought you was going to see something or who was going to be the, it, it was the biggest sham. It probably was made for a hundred bucks and made a hundred million. That's how big of a sham. Cause they pubbed it up so much. Yeah. that well, part. If they made a bunch of money on it then then they did, you know, and they, they got you. Gotcha. They, they made off. Well, I'm trying to think of a movie that I regard. Oh, well, I mean, you nobody's gonna like me saying this, but I don't mind. I don't. I've never quite understood all the appeal of the Rocky movies. I don't. I don't. I thought Ooh, those were. Come on. The, the he fi- took no, it no, there. no, 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 no. Listen he took to it me. there. The fighting part. I just can't get over the how unrealistic they are. So now I don't. I never got into it. I, Rocky one was fine. That was it. The they just should have stopped it at Rocky One. That's what I'll say about it. Sip, you better be careful. Rocky this is one of my favorite movies. It's a true underdog story. You're looking for a little bit of motivation, you watch oh, yeah. Rocky. So I don't yeah. know if I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. No, Steven. Rocky One. Rocky One was was excellent. I'd yeah. say I got and I got to amend that. It was good. It was good plus. Right. 
but after everything after that was a waste of time i thought sorry don't like the don't like the added ones that's all right steve sipple on three dot com, coast of early break joining us right now. So if we can go ahead and get into some Nebraska football talk. Nick and I were talking earlier about bowl games. So we're we're assuming Nebraska's gonna get at least get to that point. And then the discussion came up against Kansas State. If you had to pick one matchup for Nebraska, obviously you'd probably want them in a New Year's six bowl, but let's say that doesn't happen. Is Kansas State the matchup that you want to see? Oh, I don't know. That's kind of random. Um Who's the mat? I mean, it just depends on what what you're dealing with here. Are you, are you dealing with a nine win Nebraska or a six win Nebraska? So that changes. It's if I could pick an opponent that's realistic. Is that what we're trying to do? Picking them? Yeah. Or I, CLA would be great. Ooh. So Frost versus Chip Kelly, his mentor. Um, I think that would be interesting, and that seems that seems fairly realistic, right? I mean two programs that have struggled UCLA kind of nud, you know, they, they actually played pretty well last season, got going a little bit in that program. I'd like to see that Kansas state's not a bad one. I'm not saying that's a bad one. Uh, if you're thinking realistic, I'd go UCLA. I like those colors. There's, there's somewhat, you know, they they have played each other a few times over the years. I'd like to see them back. Um, I thought, yeah, any big 12, Kind of traditional Big Twelve team is pretty appealing to me. Um, like if you saw if you if you went if you went Nebraska Oklahoma State now Oklahoma State your Oklahoma State might be a little too good right now for that, but um, that would be all right. There's, Ooh, hey, man, there's a little awesome. fear. I, hear, I sense a little <laughs> a little fear in the in in the voice uh, against Oklahoma State, huh? Well, I mean, they've just been ahead of Nebraska for some time now. <laughs> strange, sounds strange to say. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is, but it, that's the case. Down there in Stillwater? I mean, yeah. come on, somebody. I'll tell you what now. I, I'm not going to – I wouldn't be picky about this. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I don't want to overthink <laughs> this either. If Nebraska's in a bowl game, that's great. Opponent, pretty much anybody would be okay for me. Just get there, huh, Sip? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. Kansas State is good. That would be alluring, and I guess you're talking about it. It would be alluring. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, it would be very intriguing. Oh, just, yeah. just story ooh, lines. the storylines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It would be a good storyline. I'm, I, uh, I like that. I, for some reason, I always like the idea of playing Florida State. I think that would be interesting um, because Florida State, under Mike Norvell, has struggled to get going. But again, when I think of all oh, the, when I think of Nebraska over the years those you know tom got it going largely with the help of florida state partially at least partially with the help of florida state getting those wins um back in the day so i that would be kind of cool too and i have a lot of family down i have family down tallahassee so i'm always i'm always interested in that angle well let me ask you this then sip i've had this argument for the past week or so we've been talking about win totals and if trev alberts has a number already in his head what do you think it takes for Nebraska to to be confident with Scott Frost and say we are absolutely going to be keeping him 
he's our guy moving forward. Because I made the argument that even if you go 5-7, and seven, it depends on how the 5-7 and seven looks. Maybe you get a win over Wisconsin, a win over Iowa. Uh, you sprinkle in a few good wins. You're close against Oklahoma. I think there's a discussion that maybe keep them, but everyone that I've talked to says the opposite and says if you don't make a bowl game, it doesn't matter how it looks, you're done. Yeah, I would, I would say you're a very kind soul. Um, but no, 5-7 and seven isn't going to do it. Um, and I don't know that it should do it, Nate. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think most Nebraskans are reasonable, level-headed. Most Nebraska fans, get, when you get right down to it, are reasonable, level folks. Um, and they, I think most of them understand and want understand it's important and and want process broken. But they're not going to give in to five and seven in the fifth year. I, you know, when he's 15 and 29, I don't, you know what, Nate, I don't think Frost would, would, I'm not saying he wouldn't, wouldn't want to come back, but if Frost heard you say, we'll bring him back at five and seven, he might even scoff at that a little bit. He's a extremely, he's a hot competitor. Um, no, I, I'm not on that. I think they got to win seven. And I think you're Ooh. playing with fire at seven. That's if I were the head really? coach at Nebraska right now, I would tell my assistants, I would, you know, if they asked, "What do you, hey coach, what do you think we have to do here?" I'd say, well, "We better win at least seven. And I don't, and I'm not even, and I'd say no big purchases um, at seven. No, I mean we got to. I think we better win eight to be safe. I'm not totally convinced that of that sort of narrative that. Trev Alberts is looking for reasons to keep him. I don't know. I don't know about that. I've never I, – I, I don't know why people assume that. I'm, I'm definitely not assuming. I've seen enough at Nebraska to probably know better. Um, so, I'd win eight. If I were the head coach, I'd, I'd be in the mode of we better win eight or nine for, to be really safe, to keep everybody safe here. Sip, I'm going to ask you this then. You, obviously, big Twitter following. A lot of your articles get responses to. I'm going to ask you to be the voice of the fan here for a second. What do you think it takes for the fan base to be confident in Scott Frost in the direction of this of the, of the program? Eight, eight, seven, maybe. Depends what seven looks like. Um, I think eight. And, again, I think that you got to understand that the dudes you're dealing with over there, um, I mean, Frost isn't interested in winning only seven games. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that might get him back, but I bet you he would be disappointed in that. And the other thing about it is, I'll I tell you what, Nate, they got a better team than five wins over there right now. I agree. I really believe that. So if they got a better team than five wins, you know, like I said, all last year, my whole theme was they should get to a bowl because they have that kind of talent. Now, now it gets a little tricky the discussion because they played pretty well, even even going three and nine. But they didn't get to a bowl. They didn't maximize it all. You know, I think a lot a lot of us just judge coaches on how how closely they came to maximizing their talent, whatever that team is. I just want to see them maximize. Now, if they maximize, that's eight or nine. So that's that's what I'm hoping to see. I think they have the sort of talent and the sort of schedule 
that it shouldn't be too much to ask to get to eight. Interesting text here on the text line for you, Sit BJ says, if Nebraska's 4-0 after Oklahoma, extend Frost and don't worry about the rest of the year. Is there any point in time you see some type of extension being talked about this year? Well, I'm glad to hear people say that. Anytime I hear anytime I hear support for Frost, it's right. hard. I, I, I think that, again, I think it's important. And I always want to make this clear. I think it's important for the program that Frost succeeds. Mm. That, that I do. That Frost and this staff get it going. And 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 I understand that if they don't, you know, if they don't produce, you got to pull the plug. You just can't keep it going indefinitely. No, I wouldn't. I'd be careful with that. I mean, all due respect to the texter, I don't think you can do that. Um, I don't think that's the that right now um, in year five. Uh-uh. I, you can't do that. I mean, it has to be pretty stringent at this point in terms of your expectations for Scott and his program. A little bit of a pushback against you too, Sip. Jory says you're not going to put up with Frost's close losses and unsuccessful seasons and then fire him when he makes a bull berth. Let's get real. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Making a bull berth six wins, I yeah. mean, I, I guess – you are, yeah, you are making a bull, but what's that really mean? You still have the chance to go sub 500 at that point if you don't win the bowl game. So now I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think Trev made the right move in bringing him back, um, but I don't, it's not like, I don't think it was that hard of a decision to bring him back because if he would have fired him, 50% of the fan base would, would have been angry. And mm-hmm. Trev didn't want that less than a year into his tenure. He couldn't – I don't think he mm-hmm. could fire him. Um, it, this place would have been – 50%, like I said, half the fan base, I think. I think. That's my opinion. But I think half the fan base would have been very upset. Sip, I don't want to give away everything. Again, Steve Sipple on 3.com, uh, host of Early Break. Don't give away everything because we want people to head over to on3.com, but I see that you tweeted out plenty here from Sam Sledge regarding his official visit. You said that you remember his dad's playing get days at Nebraska. Tell us a little bit more about what's going on with Sam Sledge. Well, I mean, yeah, I think Nate uh, Grant Hansen actually wrote about Sam Sledge. Sam Sledge, they got him earmarked to play center. His dad was I think Eric might be a little even too young to remember uh, his dad, Bob. But Bob was a, a great guard. I mean, a great inside uh, lineman for Nebraska in the 80s, uh, mid to late 80s. Um, and, yeah, we'll see. If Sam's anything like his dad was, he'll be he'll start for a couple years here. Um, so we'll see what happens with with Sam this afternoon, I had a great conversation with those Sean Mathis um, and Stephon Wynn about how they're handling the sort of the assimilation into their roles. There's assimilation into the team. They're very, they're very being very cautious about how they move into it. You know, they are older, older guys. O'Shawn's very proven high profile player, but he's very, he's being very careful about how he, sort of integrates himself into the team culture. So that's what I'm writing about for tomorrow. It's pretty interesting. Uh, before we let you go, Sip, Thomas and Lincoln says he might stay if he beats the five hardest teams in the schedule. He asked you, would he stay in that scenario? Say again? If he if, Say, would he stay if he beats the five hardest teams on the schedule? First of all, I want to 
tell, I want to say, I'm, I am heartened when I hear this. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I like that people are, are, at least people listening to your show today are throwing their support behind Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, no, I, if you, if you, even if you beat the five hardest teams and go five and seven, I, I don't see it. I just don't see it. I don't see him being back for another year. Yeah, it's fascinating. It seems like kind of, for the most part, the general consensus is make a bowl game and we can go from there. Sip, if people want to get more great coverage from you, how can they do so? On3.com. On3.com and then go to the Nebraska team site. It's really easy. Just, or just go to at Husker. At, or what am I at now? What am I at? Steven underscore. <laughs> yeah, at Steven underscore Sipple. Um, you can find your way there. But I'd go to the on3.com and then go to the Nebraska team site. Um I mean, it's not – listen, you'll find me, but there's a lot of good writers, Robin Washington, Abby Barmore, and Brian Munson. Um, so, yeah, there's a ton of coverage. I mean, there was – I couldn't believe how much coverage there was over the weekend. I mean, they're pumping. Those guys are working. I, I barely can keep up right now. Mm, yeah, and you guys are basically giving it away for free. Sip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Um, take care, guys. All, All right, Sip. Sounds good. There he goes, Stephen Sibyl on three smart. <laughs> Shut up, Sibyl. Yeah, he's also <laughs> the co-host of uh, what, early, early break. break. Early break six eight. You filled in last week. I enjoyed my time on fun? early was break. It fun? I'm gonna come hang out with those guys yeah, now. You should now that the big fella's back, the head man <laughs> in charge. That's right. That he's running around here somewhere. somewhere. Where he was gone the entire week last week. Yeah, he's worse than Bog. He is worse than. Bog. Speaking of, Lord only knows what Bog's doing right now. He's got a whole nother he's got a whole nother week. He's got a few days after. Jake Sorensen did, didn't you know, I don't know. I might have Jake Jake might have hit me out of the, the room with a six iron and you know Ooh. put it. He, supposedly he's like back. a scratch golfer Jake, is what Jake everyone tells that me. Thing. So. That's what I'm hearing. I don't know yeah. if I, I I'm a little intimidated. Yeah, I don't know I don't if I want to get out there with See, him. I don't know if I want to play against him if he's yeah, like I'm gonna leave him alone. Yeah. Four two four six four five six eight five shootout with Strick is next. Your chance to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings and have bragging rights over the nine-year NBA week. vet. And our trivia is actually about all-time NBA records. So Strick might have a slight advantage, but you'd have the bragging rights. $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings on the line next. Stay off the Google. The ticket.